0: It was a summer morning, the windows open and the sounds of children playing, their dogs barking as the New York Times was tossed to driveways from a car cruising down Frost Lane. In their little enclave near the water in Bayshore, New York, all the streets were named for popular, predictable poets. Frost Lane, Longfellow Lane. "'I heard you,' she said. There was a book of poems beside his plate, Not a popular, predictable one, but Frank O'Hara. There was the Larry Rivers drawing of O'Hara on the cover. He was naked except for a pair of combat boots, his long penis hanging down above them. Scott read all the time, at the table, on the toilet, in the tub, and even right before the announcement of the end of their world. Well, Scott said, So you're finally going to do it to yourself, to me and Emma. I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, I'm not. Not for myself, but I'm sorry for you and Emmy. I'll move out if you want me to. You know I don't. I'll have to eventually. When do you plan to begin? I've already begun. Oh, just like that. You knew it was coming. I never really believed you'd go ahead, Scott. I have no choice. No choice she said bitterly. Let's not start, Jess. If it was another woman, if it was anything but what it is, I could talk with someone about it, someone who'd been through it with her husband or her boyfriend or brother. There's a support group called... She cut him off. I don't want to join a group. He shrugged. Then suit yourself. This isn't fair to Emmy. What wouldn't be fair to Emmy would be for me to live a lie. I have an idea she'd choose that over this if she was old enough to understand. In the living room, Emma House was watching a cartoon on TV. Jessica realized it was the last time they would appear to be the typical, normal family, mother and father having a second cup of coffee, their baby in the next room giggling at a dancing duck on television. Then, Jessica would drive to work, walk into the office the way Auden described how suffering took place while someone else was eating or opening a window. She would return phone calls and answer emails with trembling hands, knowing that the day would come when she'd have to tell them at Southgate. "'I just don't know what I'm supposed to do,' she said. "'I don't know where to begin, Scott. Who to tell, how to explain it.' "'You don't have to think about that yet. It'll take time.' And meanwhile? Meanwhile, we'll carry on as usual, if that's agreeable to you. I don't know what else to do, she said. There is something else. Don't call me Scott anymore. What do I call you? It won't be hard, Jess. No radical name change, he said. But please start trying to think of me as female. Call me Scotty.